You're listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ursta, where we navigate the messy middle of building a business and all the work that goes into designing a life you love. Melanie Mitro built a seven-figure network marketing empire while working at the kitchen table, raising her boys and trying not to lose her mind. Melanie loves chatting all things marketing, time management, and leadership development. Katie created the foundation of her seven-figure business while teaching full-time, battling cancer, raising her boys and avoiding all things laundry. Katie's got you covered with social media storytelling and impact-driven income. We're building a business right alongside you, giving you the inside scoop to the reality of entrepreneurship. The good, the bad, and the really, really messy middle. We're not letting you build your business alone. Pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's make chic happen. Now, here's your hosts, Melanie and Katie. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie and Katie, the hosts of the Make Chic Happen podcast. And today is a super special episode because it's the 100th episode today. 100 (laughs) episodes. You have put up with me for 100 episodes. How does that even feel, Melanie? (laughs) I mean, listen up. I've learned a lot along the way. Likewise, I know you have too about what it is like to have a business partner, to build a business with your bestie yep. to launch a business with a hundred percent, like total <laughs> leap of faith, you know, and it's been one of the coolest processes. It's yeah. hard to put into words and it's really hard to kind of say in a, in a short time frame. like it just, it's incredible. I've enjoyed, yeah. I've enjoyed this process and who would have thought, you know, when we, we started <laughs> chic influencer, when we sat on the floor, you know, with those big sheets of notebook paper and said, okay, we want to start a company, but what do we want our company to look like? You know, what are the services we want to provide and who is our ideal target audience? And, Mm -hmm. you know, we knew from the get-go, we wanted to provide a membership, a community. And we also knew a podcast was something we really wanted to do. We were pretty firm in that being one of the first things that we put out there. Right. Yeah. I also think it's really, really important right at this moment as we're celebrating 100 that you and I say a huge, huge thank you to our listeners. Because it's you guys who inspire us for great content. It's you who we listen to when we're looking for just new ideas or we're looking for feedback. Like you really are the reason we show up every single week right here to record a podcast so that we can help you grow your business. Because let's let's just own it. Let's call it like it is. Uh, building a business is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> there is so much that goes into it. Not only are you working on, you know, how to grow your business on social media, you're learning the ins and outs of the structure of your specific business model. You're learning how to use QuickBooks and, and tie it into time management and all Mm -hmm. of those things. So uh, we applaud you for showing up every single week, inspired, ready to learn, and more importantly, ready to apply. So congratulations to all of you, whether you've been listening for one episode or you've been with us for a hundred of the episodes. Thank you. Yes, And it is going to be a pleasure today to talk to you about how this even can happen, how you can look and go, oh my gosh, they've created a hundred podcast episodes. 
They've had all of these downloads. They have two businesses. And I don't know about you, Melanie, but I feel like lately my inbox has been filled with, I don't know how you do it. Yes. And today we thought we would give you some of the tips with a new perspective. So these, these yeah. aren't like secrets. We've heard them time and time again, but I do feel like there is a truth in it that we can overlook if we, if we aren't, um, if we aren't careful. So yeah, we wanted to yeah. walk through five, I think five yeah. tips, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So let's kick it off. This is one, uh, this, the first book, the very first book that I ever read when I started my business. And that would be in 2011 was the slight edge by Jeff Olson. And if you followed us for any length of time, you've definitely heard us recommend this book. If you haven't read it, please go and get it, please, please, please. But the slight edge is legit. Okay. And so when in that book, just to kind of give you like the cliff notes, right? Everything, the whole principle, like what is the slight edge? Well, the slight edge is your ability to show up and do these small, seemingly insignificant daily activities repeated over time that you can either, they're easy to do, but they're also easy to not do. But the people that actually say, I'm going to show up and do these slight edge activities repeatedly over time, they see this trajectory of success. It's sort of this slow ramping up of this comp, this compounding effect of success. And it's really easy. Like you don't, yeah. if you don't do it, you're not going to see your business grow. Right. If you do do it, you are going to see your business grow, but it's important for, for you to know that it's slow uh-huh. It is not a fast process, that it's gritty, that the process of posting on social or recording all these episodes week after week after eight week, you know, like it's it's behind the scenes. It's making sure that, oh my gosh, we got to do it over. There was a dog barking or so-and-so's kids knocked on the door or, right, you know, or something happened to the mic, right? Like it's not gritty. It's all the stuff that you that isn't on Facebook and Instagram that you really see. It's not the finished product. Yeah. It's what happens behind the scenes. It's those that discipline and that consistency. And we saw that when we first started direct sales businesses, we had to have that gritty slight mm-hmm. edge, but we also see it here with Chic Influencer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. The biggest lesson we learn is it doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't right. matter how many followers you have, how big your email list is. When mm-hmm. you start a business, you have to have the slight edge and develop trust and credibility from ground zero from the start. And so our piece of advice to you is don't expect overnight success. Don't expect it to happen the week or day or month that you launch your business. Really understand that the slight edge is the only way you will eventually get to where you want to go. I love it. And I actually think this goes right into what we're going to talk about in another topic, but it's even our Chic Influencer podcast, like our Make Chic Happen podcast. I, I know that it can be really easy to see what we have created now and the downloads that we've had and 100 episodes. But even getting momentum on this or being able to convert our listeners into consumers or clients is a slow process. And most people will walk away thinking they're failing, that they can't figure it out. And that really isn't the case, but it does bring me to number two. And that is this idea of practice does not make perfection. It makes permanent. 
And I often think about how when my kids were first learning how to skate, especially Nick, he was practicing so hard and Mike picked up that he had this really bad habit that was actually slowing him down significantly. And so he pointed it out to him. And what we noticed was it was a habit that became really hard to break. Mm -hmm. And it took him time to erase what he was doing to do it right. And so this idea of consistently showing up and practicing that skill of business ownership, whether it's marketing on social media, it's uh, talking to your audience, it's growing your mentorship program, it is um, making sure that you are creating the perfect product for your client that they're going to love, no matter what it might be. Feedback is everything. You should be applying what you're learning around along the way That means reflection is a key part of our success in business. We are constantly asking ourselves when we don't hit goals, okay, what did we do? What can we do differently? And if we do achieve goals, we say, all right, what can we do to make sure we continue to see the successes by applying this over here? And so the practice isn't about making it permanent. It's about making it, or I'm sorry, it's not about making it about perfection. It's about permanently learning from it. And we are so good. And I don't want to toot our own horn, but I really think that is what ha- that has created the sustainable success. No matter if it's in direct sales or if it's in chic, what we do, it's because we're willing to reflect and be incredibly coachable to get better. Yeah, which kind of leads into another one of the points, and that was chasing curiosity. And it kind of flows right into that because, you know, it was like when our podcast, when we first started our podcast, it was like slow, slow growth. I remember us every Monday, we do a team meeting with our whole Chic Influencer team and we record, we were report out the podcast numbers and Alyssa would give the report out. We're like, that's all the plays. That's all the downloads. And so, you know, a lot of people would throw in the towel. They're like, we're spending time on this and it's not a return on our investment. How are, how is this converting into people in our community email list, you know, products. And so we had these, really healthy discussions where we chased the curiosity. We didn't say throw in the towel, but we said, how do we get curious about this? So I remember us sitting down and saying, okay, what are podcast titles that other people are using that are doing really well? Mm -hmm. Is there like a rule of thumb for how to write a good podcast title? I remember doing research. I remember that we looked at length, length of the podcast episodes. We were like, okay, Katie, you were like, I don't ever listen to an hour-long podcast. Yeah, and (laughs) we were like, what's the sweet spot? We found that our plays were better when it was a 20-minute. 25, yeah. Yeah, between under 25, yeah. So then we really said, let's keep our podcast episodes a little bit shorter. And so we really got curious about what people, what the topics were that did well. We started asking our audience what they wanted to hear more of. We started searching ways to get the podcast more visibility. Mm -hmm. And so those kinds of things helped us to gain traction because we were really curious about it. We just didn't see all the things that were going wrong. We looked Mm -hmm. for opportunities to come at it from a different angle. 
I love it. And I love that this is even connecting back to the slight edge. If you really think about it, chasing curiosity is about looking at the next step instead of your overall vision of where you want the business to go. The whole way that you actually cast a vision, but actually achieve it is by taking small steps, by chasing curiosity, by going, this is kind of a wrong turn. I don't like how this feels. And not just with the podcast, but Melanie and I have in our business Every time we do something or we open a mentorship or we have a new service, we actually say, do we like how this feels? Does this make sense for where we're going? We'll give you an example. Um, we, uh, in this past year, we made presets. We love our presets. They're beautiful presets. But we started to say, but but is this something that we want to make a focus for our business? The answer was no. We did the same thing with TikTok. And so when you think about where you want to go, you have to be willing to say, I'll try it. I don't know if I'll like it, but no matter what, I'll be open to it. Mm -hmm. And that curiosity just leads to the next step. You start to really learn a lot about yourself uh, and especially the way you want to run a business simply by getting your feet wet. I love that. I love that. Okay. So the next one, right? We're going to go up to accountability. We're going to talk about Mm -hmm. some accountability. So Mm -hmm. a big thing when we're looking at at business is just not going at it alone, right? (laughs) Like I know that you and I have each other, Mm -hmm. but not everybody has a business partner. And so we encourage you to find an actual community, right? Like find people that you can do business alongside of. And it might be a networking group that you're a part of. It might be just you know, linking up on a Facebook, on Facebook and DMing some people and getting to know others. But it really is saying, I'm not going to just stand here on an island by myself and try to figure it out. I'm going to surround myself with people right. that are figuring it out, maybe are one step ahead of me, that, have, that we can collaborate and share ideas and come to the table, you know, but I'm really going to find a way to kind of create a, a partnership, a success pod, mm-hmm. some accountability with others so that I'm not doing this alone. Yeah. And you know what? Accountability doesn't just mean for business. Accountability in anything you are working towards, whether it's you want to achieve a weight loss goal or you're trying to create and establish new habits. It is better when you know somebody else is there watching and waiting for you and rooting for you to win. So you don't have to go at this entrepreneurship alone. There are so many, so many possibilities for you to be a part of. And I I guess it's a shameless plug, but I'm really proud of what we've created at our community, our Chic Influencer community. We call it our Chic Tribe, but it is a group of women uh, across multiple types of businesses, whether it's network marketing or they're a part of individual marketing or they're marketing products or they're they're just doing affiliate. It doesn't matter. The, these women are so good about making sure that they're rooting for you. And I love that about our Chic Influencer community. And of course, we'll put that all in the show notes. But if you're looking for a tribe, that's a really great place to it start. Is. Yeah, it's a great, it is. All right. So what else, what else do you want to talk about? Um, the last one is just this idea of the compound effect, which Mm -hmm. goes back to what we said in the, the slight edge. And I hope you see that this is all kind of connecting together, but I think sometimes people have this 
notion that people land on success. Like they just get lucky or they're just naturally good at certain things. And whether Melanie and I talk about our direct sales business or we talk about chic influencer community, we did not see any immediate return on our investment. I remember looking at some of our stats, Melanie mentioned, even with the podcast, um, it took a really long time to gain traction with a following. And Melanie had a podcast. We both had pretty large followings. We both had really great content, but it was like a slow moving vehicle until we could really get clear, clarify our messaging Mm -hmm. until we could find our flow with what our, you know, what, how much time people listen to podcasts and 25 minutes versus 45 minutes and guests versus us, Melanie doing podcasts or me doing podcasts or what our sweet spot was. So that really took a good 80, 85 episodes to take off, to see growth. We had seen an initial piece of growth and then it was a plateau for a really, really long time. And so we've just got good. We chased curiosity we knew that we had to make sure we were reflecting on the skills that we were implementing in the podcast to make sure that we were applying them. And we were making sure that we were doing the gritty work behind the scenes. When we didn't feel like recording a podcast, we recorded a podcast. When we didn't know if people would show up or we had guests cancel on us, we still came up with content because we believed that the value we could add to our audience actually mattered. And I remember when we started, we started at the same time as somebody else who was in the same industry as us. And we watched her go from 50,000 downloads to 100,000 downloads. And we sat back and we go, what is she doing that we aren't doing? And we started to realize there isn't a difference. We just needed more time to consistently convey our message to the audience that most needed our words, that most needed our advice, that most needed our support. And that growth took time. And we were willing to take that time. We were willing to consistently show up, slight edge our big business practice. We were accountable. We were chasing curiosity and we were okay without seeing that immediate return on our investment. Yeah. And the cool part is now we run into people that know our podcast. It's becoming something that we're very well known for. We get tagged all the time on social media, right? That our podcast is on one of their top favorites. We now are having people that are reaching out to book us for speaking engagements because of the podcast. And again, it would have been really easy for us back in the beginning when it wasn't getting a lot of traction (laughs) to say, I just don't think we're going to keep doing it. But because we chose to keep showing up, look at the opportunities that were created. In business ownership, this is how it goes. That Have you ever seen that, that graphic where it is the two men and they're, they're mining, right? They're underneath the ground. They're, they're in the tunnel and they're mining. And there's diamonds, right? And the one, the one individual, the one miner, he's so close, right? It's like the next hit would have been diamonds. 
but he turns around and walks away while the guy at the top keeps going. And it shows like his next hit is the diamonds. And a lot of times that's what business is. Business is saying, I have belief in what I'm doing. I am in this for the long haul. I know that eventually I am going to find my rhythm, find my flow, find my voice, my eye. Everything's going to start to build momentum, but we have to trust the process. Yes. And that is what the 100 episode stands for is really being rooted in the process and the joy of learning how to become the business owners that we want to become. And it's not about the end result. It's not about the fact that it's 100 episodes, but who did we become in the process? What have we learned along the way? And to Mm -hmm. me, that's the best part of it. Mm -hmm. I love the journey. I love the figuring it out. I love this process as gritty and hard as it may be. This, this is what builds character. And this is why I'm here. I love it. I love it. I love it. So good. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us for a hundred episodes. We hope you're going to join us for the next 100. And as always, we love when you give us feedback, when you tell us what topics you want us to cover, when you share with us some of your business wins, because you listened, or if you want to share with us some of your biggest business struggles so that Melanie and I can give you tips and strategies to help you along the way. We are here every step of the way to help you make chic happen. So drop a review, share this on your Instagram page, help us celebrate 100 episodes, and we can't wait to see you succeed. Thank you for listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta. If you loved our podcast, be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.